Hello and welcome. Oh, you always say that. I'm Bartleby Nehi. But do you ever do anything to make me feel welcome? And I'm here with my brother Artemis. No, you don't. We're the Kinetic Paranormal Society. A pair of socks in a magic wardrobe, traveling through time and space, investigating the supernatural. And now you're just ignoring me. You're listening to Metacosmos. And no, Artemis, I'm not just ignoring you. Because this is not just a thing where we're ignoring. We're kind of like boldly going forward because you're holding us back when you're like not wanting to start the show. We got to get going. Got to start moving. And so this is not ignoring you. This is like opening up to new experiences is what this is. Because that's what we do this for. No, we do this because you have some sort of obsession with podcasting and you want to include me? That's because you're like the person I have the best repertoire with. This is not good repertoire. No, you're right. It's great repertoire. I don't agree. And that's why this is such a riveting podcast. And also it's really good for you, Artemis. You're kind of like, you're kind of all blocked inside of yourself. You need to open up your, your chakras or Sakras? Do we have Sakras? I think we have Sakras. Okay, we need to open up our Sakras, Artemis. You're all closed up. Socks don't have chakras. We have our own kind of chakras because we're people and chakras are just echoes in the physical world of the existence of yourself that you are. I don't agree. What do you mean? I think that it's kind of not an echo. It's more of a, how do we put this? It's the same vibration of the same string. It's not the reverberation of the string. It's the same, it's the same vibration altogether. It's not bouncing off of anything. They're moving at the same time. Yeah, well, whatever it is that you and I are that are socks, just like how all the people that are like a bunch of meat puppets out there, all the meat puppets aren't just meat puppets, Artemis. There's souls on the inside. There's something more. And so they have chakras and we have sakras and they all line up. Like you got your, your big toe chakra and your crown chakra and you got your mind's eye chakra and that little, like that little ball behind the toe, you know, the, what's that called? I'm not so sure right now. I don't feel comfortable talking about foot anatomy. No, neither do I. But, you know, that's like part of who we are. And sometimes it's not easy to talk about, like, the inside structure of who we are. And it's, you know, not everyone has, like, a foot to be an analogy for, like, who they are as a person on the inside. Because then you got your arch chakra and your, your ball of the foot chakra and your ankle, sakra, excuse me, your ankle sakra and your tube sakra and your whole sakra. That just sounds absurd. Exactly. Exactly. And because we can imagine our sakras pretty easily, it's not so easy for listeners to imagine their chakras. Because when you tell someone, oh, you've got seven points in your existence in this physical realm that translates your, like, openness to experience and your soul's vibrational awareness to this realm, and there's seven of those, and you're like, um, what? And so, just like how 
we can go over the anatomy of the foot and the sock and kind of get a better idea of our chakras, then maybe other people get that same thing through understanding their chakras. And maybe you, Artemis, could like benefit from going over these things in such a way that like it makes you have your chakras open because I think your chakras are all twisted up inside. Why are you paying so much attention to my chakras? Shouldn't you be worried about your chakras? Well, yes. Okay, sure. We all have our own experiences and due to the nature of like karma and perception. Yeah, it's true. We can't even really discuss anyone else's chakras or chakras because it's just a matter of like our ability to see them would be through the filter of our own twisted up chakras. So I'm going to say I think you're all twisted up Artemis on the inside and that's keeping you from doing your best podcasting. Like we need you at your best here, Artemis. And what's that supposed to mean? I don't know. I just mean like you're resisting this amazing process that is Metacosmos. And I don't think it's for your best. I think we should go over every, let's just, I'm just going to call them chakras from here on out. I know it's a good gag, but we're going to make the episode so long if I have to say chakra every time I have to say chakra. So for the sake of the audience not getting lost in what we're talking about here, Artemis, I'm just going to call them chakras. But I want you to like translate that to chakra when I say that. I can't stand this. And that's because I don't know which one of your chakras is twisted up, but it's twisted up. So from here on out, we're just going to call them chakras. Keep this real simple. This is not simple. This is ridiculous. On brand. Okay. So I think we should start at the bottom chakra. It's really popular to start at the bottom, actually. I think it's just as valid to start at the top because some people live their life in their top chakras. And they have a hard time with their bottom ones. And they never make it down there. And some people have a hard time with their, like, bottom chakras. And they never make it up to the top chakras. Um, or I don't know how that's phrased. And really, the, the whole point is just... I'm just going to get straight to spoilers at the ending here. The whole point is to bring your, your chakras together to meet at your heart chakra. Because you want to bring down the heavens and pull up the earth and bring it into that middle chakra. And, like, live your best life with everybody. So, spoilers, done. We're done. That's the summary. But I have a lot to say on each chakra before we finish the show. So, I just want to make sure everybody knows where we're going. It's all about that heart chakra. And we're probably going to pass by that in the middle of the list. This is totally unnecessary. No, this is totally necessary. Absurd. On brand. Okay. So, the first chakra. The root chakra. Muladhara. What was that? Muladhara. It's its name in Hindu. All of them have like Hindu names because this is all coming in originally out of uh, India where they have um, these, this language called Hindi and that's how they say words. And so this is like, it, it probably means something. I think I used to know what some of these meant, but ugh, I don't know right now. I didn't think I was going to talk about chakras when we started. But anyways, so like Muladhara. Like, it's the root chakra. And I think that, like, in the body, people think that it's, like, located, like, right at the very, 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 very bottom of your, like, self. Spine might be... Is it at the bottom of your feet? Or is it the, at the bottom of your tissue? 
It's really hard to say, but it's right below you. Like, it's not even just below you. It's like literally touching you, but right below you. That's like Muladhara. And so this root chakra, it's where you're connecting to the base physically. But like, it's more than that because like, it's all of this stuff of these chakras is, it's analogous. It's like, these are the analogies for our whole existence and our whole bodies. So like, you're, your your root is actually an analogy for your like survival and your health and all, all sorts of things. But dig this. This is the coolest part, Artemis. This is why I think we you need to think about why. You'll you'll figure it out. You'll just just follow along with me. What am I supposed to figure out? Just pay attention. So we have this the 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 analogy the of of like root chakra that then translates into our lives of like our ability to have health and to, like, survive and do that stuff, that, like, has another analogous quality because within our body, so within our soul, but so within our community. And that's the coolest part because when you have your root chakra doing stuff, sometimes we have, like, crossover that our souls are, like, overlapping over some chakras and not other chakras. So, like, the root chakra... It crosses over in everybody that you pay your bills with. So anybody that's like, if they died, your survival would be under question. Those people are like connecting with you on a root chakra level. And so that's like the connection of how you feel and embrace people in that situation. So this is like roommates. It would be parents technically, I guess. All sorts of things where like just any scenario you can think of where that you can think of a person and their life is pretty much would change your life. If, of course, like their life ended or got unhealthy, that's a root chakra shared relationship. Oh, do you and I have one of those? Oh, think about it. Like, if I wasn't here in the magic wardrobe, like, would, wait, no, I guess, no, maybe we don't. Maybe you just kind of keep going and read all your books like you usually do. You probably wouldn't even notice I was gone. You'd probably be a relief. Oh, don't say that. You'd miss me. Right? Eventually. Huh. I'd miss you if you were gone. I probably wouldn't be able to stay in this wardrobe at all. I'd go looking for you forever. I'm sure of it. Oh, that's so sweet. I'd probably go looking for you eventually. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah, there. We do have a root chakra connection. Okay. So, yeah. And let's go on to the next one. This one's Svadhisthana. And Svadhisthana is the sacral chakra. That's like right there in, in the pelvis. Like all that in that pelvis, somewhere in there, in that area there, that bone. It's a really wiggly bone. Somewhere in there is this the sacral chakra. It's like where all the spine is landing on top of it all and connecting into this, this like wiggly, weird shaped bone. Like into that space is the sacral chakra, Svadhisthana. And it's so cool because this is like, okay, every time anybody does anything where they're physically kind of playing with each other in their bodies, those are the places that they're experiencing a common space together. So this would be like, you know, dancing. 
or playing sports or playing um extracurricular bedroom sports that some people play like together when they're adults and stuff like that stuff totally counts as physical play and every time you play together on that level physically then you're kind of doing that kind of activity so all the people in your life you have physical active play with so again sports dance extracurricular bedroom sports all that stuff is like the things that we share with those people it's pretty simple and it's pretty straightforward and that's how that works and then there's let's see then there's the solar plexus chakra manipura and in this one it's like all of the people that we have a power dynamic with in any way whatsoever. So people we look up to and people who look up to us. The people we call our boss and the people who, who look to us for leadership. All of these places. So it's like parents and employers, but it's also role models. And it's not like the imaginary relationships with celebrities because that's not the same thing. This is like an actual real power dynamic. I guess no, celebrities really use that power dynamic to bend to their advantage, don't they? Huh. That's awkward. Anyways, so that's a thing that anytime you share a power dynamic relationship with somebody, you're sharing something in the Manipura space. In well, that's also, I should say, in your physical body. That's like kind of around your intestines, your stomach, all of that. That space where your body transforms the food into the reality of you. That space in there is kind of the Manipura solar plexus chakra. And okay, the next one, Anahata. That's my favorite chakra, as I mentioned before. That's the heart chakra. Bartleby. Yeah? You're kind of just blasting through all of these. And I, I do appreciate that because I do want this experience to end as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah. Of course, but it's not. We we're not even halfway through yet. Yes, but I feel you've just gone through two. And I'm curious, do we have, especially the last one, but we went through two and we didn't cover our particular chakra relationships, as you were putting it. Could we take a step back? Oh, to the sacral chakra? Yeah, we play all the time. We're like constantly in a dance of two brothers, one trying to not do stuff and the other one being sure that we do stuff. So that's the dance. Uh-huh. But did I, I, I wanted to actually speak about the, the solar plexus chakra, the Manipura. Yeah, yeah. That one's crazy, right? Power dynamics. What is our power dynamic, Bartleby? Huh. That's a really good question. Yes, because I feel like you're always forcing me to do things I don't want to do. You're just bossing me around, and I think this is a good moment to talk about it. Uh, actually, you're the one that's steering this ship all the time, Artemis. We just, like, talked about last week that we've done over a month of episodes just always about what you want to talk about. And, like, I think that it's just as valid for me to have a choice in these things. You're the one forcing us to do this podcast. You're the one forcing us to do the podcast this way. So, here we are, at a draw. It seems like the power dynamic between us, Artemis, is, like, both very tense and neutral at the same time, which is fascinating. It's such a dynamic experience we're having. 
That's why it's such good podcasting material. Oh, just go on, fine. Okay, so, Anahata, the heart chakra. This is like the one that's like expanding and our chest is going boom, 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 boom. But it's more than that because like when we have strong feelings, they often like get physically felt like in the chest, like, whoa, my heart. And we feel things and we, that's, that's the heart chakra you're feeling right then. You're like, wow, my heart feels something that's fuzzy and tingly. What's going on? I love this person. Yeah, that's Anahata getting all vibrant inside of you and opening up. And it can get crazy, especially if you don't have your other chakras in line. You start opening love up on people when you don't have your top or your, your bottom or anything in between chakras open. What you're going to expound on someone in that Anahata moment isn't necessarily going to be the best thing you want to give somebody that you love. That's a big part of why when people aren't treating people they love the right way is because they're like, oh, let me feel this Anahata, hotta, hotta feeling, and I want to feel that. And then they start exposing someone they love to a lot of funky, gunky, twisted up sakras. Are we going back to calling them that? Well, I just wanted to kind of like reflect on how you're treating me sometimes. You know, like you make this beauty, maybe a learning moment. I'd like us to move on, calling them chakras once again. Oh, yeah, sure. So anyways, yeah. So anyone that you have feelings for is somebody that you have an anahata relationship with. And that's not always good feelings because you can't hate someone unless there's a lot of love, at least for someone else, because you could probably hate somebody who's going to hurt somebody you love. So that's where that hate comes from. You don't have to actually like have a secret love for the people that are going to hurt the people that you love. So I'm not saying that you love everyone that you hate and that's actually what's going on, but I am going to propose if somebody is out there and you hate them and they're not trying to directly hurt anyone that you love, maybe that hate might actually be love because the heart chakra does not start feeling strong unless it's motivated to for deeper reasons. And we might not be open to what those reasons are, especially if we have our other chakras kind of in a mess. So look out for that, <clears throat> Artemis. Wait, what? What are you saying? I'm just hoping you're paying attention to the underlying theme and lesson that you can take from this. I do not know what you're talking about. Well, it's a good thing that we're going on to the throat chakra next. That one's called Vishuddha. And Vishuddha's like in the throat chakra and it's all about speaking up for yourself. I think I'm doing fine at that and you just don't listen to me. I'm listening to you, Artemis. But I'm trying to also reflect back to you Maybe what you're really saying. I think I'm capable of saying what I'm really saying. That's great. That means you've got a really open throat chakra. I just said that. So, yeah, that's awesome. You're able to speak up for yourself. And honestly, the people that we speak to, the people that we share some sort of, like, communications with, those are all the people that we have throat chakra relations with with. That's our Vishuddha space that we share with them. And you and I, Artemis? Yes. We are like always talking. That's because you won't be quiet. But you always have something to say back to me. And it doesn't always agree. And sometimes it's challenging. And it often builds off of it. 
And that's how we make so much progress and make the listeners of Metacosmos the coolest people in the universe. Oh, you're saying that we do that to them? No, they already are that cool. And that's why they're listening to us, because this is where they get the hottest, most bouncing sock talk you can find. Sock talk. Only on Metacosmos. Yeah. Isn't that great? I... So, what were you saying? Yeah, so you got to have the people that you talk to and have communication with through the words that you share. And then you get your Ajna. Ajna? Yes, Ajna. Ajna is the third eye chakra. Most people only have two. But there's another one that people have, even when they don't have two working eyes, they still have an imagination. And they still picture things in their mind's eye. And that picturing in their mind's eye gives them the ability to uh, like imagine stuff. And so anybody that you do imagination stuff with is stuff that you have a third eye shocker place with. This is like anyone that you tell stories with and you, or you watch a movie with or you tell jokes with. And, uh, oh, oh, RPG games. Anyone you play games with, like the imagination games. So any game that's not like using... The second chakra, the uh, sacral chakra. That chakra is like all the games we play with our physical bodies, but all the games we play with our imaginations, those are third eye imagination Ajna games. So anyone you're like playing that kind of game with, and we do a lot of that, Artemis. Do we? Yeah, like we practically exist in that space. I don't know. So anyways, like, yeah. So like the imagination world, that, is a place that we share with people. So when you know stories with someone and you've seen a movie together or just talk about it, that's when you're kind of getting a crossover of the Vishuddha throat chakra and the Ajna third eye where you're like doing that together. There's a lot of crossover there. And so there's some experiences to be like had in that realm. Especially, you know what? What? In this modern time, there's a lot of, Stuff that allows for these these two chakras to really play a big role in, like, people's ability to relate to each other because there's so much crazy amount of media, like, more than ever. And it's, like, expanding at a rate that's absurd. Like this podcast. Yeah. And there's just so much of it. And it's, like, getting to a fervor. Where, like, it used to be growing and growing communities. Where, like, people were becoming more and more bigger groups of fans. But then it got to a breaking point and the fan group started splintering. I think that happened a long time ago. Just look at Christianity and how many branches it's managed to have. Yeah. But these splintering things create these little pockets because then you have people with less, like, common experiences. Because it depends on how much time you got in your day and how many podcasts can you listen to. That's what I keep saying. There's no point in making this. No, like this is the podcast people should make sure they listen to, like everybody. I don't think so. And so, like, we're getting to this place where, like, wow, these two chakras, man. There's a lot of shared space around the water cooler, so to speak. Bartleby, no. No, you're not learning some magical lesson right now. This is not some epiphany. No, dude, I think we're onto something here. There's like a bigger pattern happening in these chakras that are like maybe limiting 
the experience of other chakras. No, people are having plenty of experiences with the other chakras. Oh, see, you agree with my larger thesis? I never said I disagreed. I just don't want to do a podcast about it. So moving on to the crown chakra. And this is a really interesting one because it's the one with everyone that we pray with. Oh, do people do that together very much? Do do we do that together? Oh, I pray so. Oh, do you? Yeah. I think that, like, everything we do on Metacosmos is people we pray with because we're trying to, like, go and explore into this unknown thing. Okay, I didn't mention where in the body this crown chakra is. No, you didn't. Well, it happens to be not quite in the body. It's right above the body, but touching the top, very top, the crown chakra at the top. It's Sahasrana. And Sahasrana is like right there, right above you. And it's right there. And it's not quite in you, but right above you. But it's touching you. And that's like the realm of metacosmos. That's the stuff we can't quite describe. It's ephemeral. It's beyond existence. But metacosmos is that crossover line where the things at the top come and eventually get rooted at the bottom. We have every chakra in between going right through metacosmos bringing these ephemeral ideas and making them, like, grounded where your feet touch the ground like a pair of socks. I can't believe you're trying to do this. Yeah! So, you see, Metacosmos in itself is like a person that we are all a part of together, and in the same way that there's a community that we all are members of, that membership community might be the Metacosmos fan base that doesn't realize they should be listening to the show yet, but when they eventually get to this episode. It's going to blow their minds because they're going to go back and listen to the catalog when eventually it's everyone in the world listening to this show. It's going to be amazing. Artemis, this is magical. This is... This is not magical. This is slowly driving me insane. So, yeah. You guys are awesome. You know, support for Metacosmos comes from listeners like you. The most amazing most beautiful listeners in all the universe because it's pretty much everybody at this point, right? Everybody's listening to Metacosmos. Wow. Because you all have taken the time to tell each other about this amazing show. This is this is amazing, Artemis. Can you feel this energy? Can you feel this? I know. I'm not feeling anything. That's because your chakras, I mean your chakras, are all tangled up again. You didn't learn anything from this episode, did you? There's nothing to learn. I think there's actually a lot people can learn because people can also, if they want, learn to go to patreon.com slash bluefoot. For like a couple bucks a month, you can support this amazing nonsense because this show's produced by Isaac Bluefoot and he does all the stuff that makes us possible. Like the Kinetic Paranormal Society has a website, kineticparanormalsociety.com. And you can listen to all of our podcasts. It's more than one. It's more than two. And you can listen to all of them at kineticparanormalsociety.com. And he has his own podcast. It's not even like with us. And it's like called Superman, Son of L. And it's him telling you the story of like Clark Kent and his unauthorized biography of Clark Kent. And it's totally amazing and full of lots of emotions and feelings and lessons that we learn along with Clark along the way. And it's incredible. You should listen to that at sonofelpodcast.com or look up Superman, Son of L. That's spelled E-L. So, yeah, make sure you spell L right. 
Anyways, so you guys are great. Additional support for Metacosmos comes from Humble Hot Air. HumbleHotAir.org. It's like a great place where you can listen to the voices of Humble and how awesome it is to hear music selections and talk shows and content like Metacosmos. So yeah, you guys are great. I think you're wonderful. Artemis thinks you're wonderful. Don't go telling them what I think. You don't think they're wonderful? Well, of course, I think if fine, they're wonderful. Yes, fine. Yeah, we think you're wonderful. So, bye-bye. I love you. You know, I don't think it's appropriate for you to be bringing up my sakuras in front of any of these listeners. It's not the kind of content you should be talking in front of people other than, well, even me. I don't, I don't want you talking about my sakuras or anyone's sakuras ever again. It's kind of, ew, it's an icky subject. I don't agree. I think it's something we need to have a, a clear path through, like a tube, sock. <laughs>